right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is Middle Children. Wow, Jesse, wow. you took the, I thought you were going to take the low. So that's why I took the high. I was feeling warmed up. I said, I'm going to go for a high B and I went for it. I thought I was finally <laughs> going to get to be a soprano, but. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Next time. Next Here time. Speaking of soprano, we are a, what do you call a quartet? That's three. <laughs> a trio. A trio. Today, we are joined by the hilarious, amazing, fantastic, uh, best of the best, Emma Willman. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> how are you guys doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. You you guys nailed it with the singing. Thank you. Thank you. You don't have to say Very that. good. We Very are. Good. Very good. Very good. And I didn't know what a 3-1 was either. But when yeah. you said it, I recognized the word. Mm. Well, I don't know that it's actually a trio. I feel like there's probably another word for... Yeah. Trio's definitely three. Yeah, but does that count for like three people playing a good um, a violin? A oh. <laughs> you know, because yeah. I always When think, you bring that into it, I don't know. I'm always yeah. like a string quartet, you know, like weddings. Yeah. You go to rich people weddings, they have string right, quartets. Right, right. I should have paid more attention in high school. Same. I know, me I don't too. know. Speaking yeah. of high school, Emma. Yes, yes. We love to. Well, first, how are you feeling? I know that you <laughs> are ill. Thank you for asking. I'm. So I've been coughing, and I got I got really paranoid about it, and so I went and got a corona test yesterday. Actually, I haven't gotten the results back, to be totally honest. So what? I don't know. Maybe I've got the corona. Yeah. But if that's the case, I don't know. It is what it is. Do you guys know anyone who's gotten it? I like met this kid that I yeah. met. <laughs> I like met him one night and we were like texting and it was right before all of this happened. And then he texted me and he was like, Hey, I have to let you know I um have coronavirus. Oh, so wow. I was like, Of course you do. <laughs> Why does everything happen to me? Um, <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> yeah. But I think he's over it now. I don't know. He stopped talking oh, good. to me. But either way, he had it. If he. Didn't get over it. I guess that's a good reason to stop talking. Oh my God. But... Can you imagine if that's why? <laughs> <laughs> You're like this motherfucker. Man. I can't. Oh, died. I, I, I went, I was telling these guys before we started recording, I went to the, to get tested and I'm in Louisiana and they ask you your religion before you, when you check in. But I learned that that's, that's uh, like a normal thing and they're not doing it for discrimination purposes. They're doing it mm -hmm. so you can, if something happens, then they go, Oh, Oh, Jesse's Catholic. Jesse wants a Catholic priest. Priest. Thank you. Sure. I mean, I would be cautious as well. Yeah, you know, I just would be. It's a. It's. It was the setting because it was like you know. It's. I don't. It's in the sound, which is great. I love it here. I right. love it here. But, but I've just never been asked. You gotta be that careful. Before. Yeah. Gotta be careful. And I was getting some weird looks in the waiting room. Right, because are they also asking you, like, and what would you like to be buried in, cremated, or, like, it's, you're just like, can we actually just solve the problem before we worry about right. ending me? Like, I'm here, I sprained my ankle, like, <laughs> yeah. what you, the fuck are you guys going to do to me in there? <laughs> yeah. Like, what, do, what kind of coffin do you want? I'm like, mm. yeah. See, I like, I'm like, Wait. I like that. I wish that when I went to the oh, doctor, people led with, really? this is what's going to happen. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I would have some peace of mind knowing that I would be buried in my favorite dress, you know, things like that. That's what that is what they're going for. So they're just like, okay, so we know where to send the body. Basically, Oy. I think it was the whole thing. I was getting some the, the the guy sitting across from me was giving me really weird looks. 
could have been anything. Could have been anything. anything. <laughs> but he was like looking at me, and and finally I went, "Oh my god, I love your tattoo, giant man tattoo of a tiny <laughs> little tiger, tiny <laughs> little tiger." And he went, "Yeah," and I was like, "Yeah, I like it." And then he was like, "All right." And then they do Corona tests. They put it up your nose, and he went, mm. he would go, he said, and I was like, "Oh, sorry, what?" And then he was like, "Ain't gonna like that." And he was saying, "You ain't gonna like that." And then we talked for a little bit. And it, was, it was lovely. <laughs> and now they're dating. Not making fun. Wow. Yeah, now we're together. Not making fun of his accent. <laughs> you but it was just hard like to pick up on. You ain't gonna like that. I didn't. It took me a couple tries. See, that's... I'd be like, you don't know me. Maybe I. That's why I'm here. I come once a <laughs> yeah. day. So I like to kickstart. <laughs> yeah, this is my shit. So I wake up, get it started. But hopefully, Hi. I don't have Corona, and so I'm good. Other than that. Um, are you wow. from Louisiana? No, I'm from Maine. My girlfriend has a house here. Mm. She Airbnbs it out, so we came down here to quarantine. Ugh, see, what a dream. Wow. You, it's, it is nice. I, how, I don't know geography. Chris, you're in New York? Are you I'm in quarantine? Albany. So I'm you're in Albany. You're in Albany. house, yeah. Okay. So like, and Jesse, you're in? The city. Oh, you're in the city? I thought I'm not in, home, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, how you doing, Jesse? You've been in that apartment for nine weeks. Uh, you know, I'm. How am I doing? I think I'm okay. I think I am okay. You know, is it ideal? No. Is it somewhat centering? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I do think I'm better off here than I would be at home. Because if I went home, I would be um a true. Like, I would become a child again, and I would mm. just be like, hold me, love me, touch me, what's happening with and me? I think like, I no. just get really sad. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, can you get out of here? So, and my cat's here, so me and the kitty cat are just sort of, you know, will I ever be the same? No. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay, and that's okay. Yeah, I'm starting to spin out a little, but... I'm spinning out. I don't know if you can see it. I'm spinning out. But I do have a date tonight, so everybody... Are you serious? Thank you so With much. With who? Where are you going? Olive Garden? I love the Olive Garden, Chris. <laughs> can you imagine? Well, I think it's just a FaceTime date. Obviously, I'm not leaving. That's With really who? exciting. Um, This guy from Hinge. Oh, the app designed to be deleted. That's right. Oh, that's a clever marketing thing for them. Brilliant. Right? Isn't it? I see the yeah. commercials all the time. Brilliant. Like, look at them. Somebody woke up and was like, I'm going into that conference room tomorrow and saying, I have our slogan. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, that's a good one. That's what's Tinder's slogan? Swipe, swipe, swipe. Yeah. I don't even know. Get it? Anytime, anywhere. <laughs> Tinder's like, <laughs> we don't some... need ads because everybody knows us already. <laughs> yeah. Desperation, promotion. Is that I actually there's someone I was in a relationship with from Tinder who met you at a party, Chris. Oh, oh really? Yeah, Wait, and she was so yes, excited. Yes, I remember this. Yeah, she was great. She I met her at the Glad Awards in the bathroom. Oh. Yes, yeah, because I was I was look I had showed her your Instagram before, and then she met you at it and she sent me a picture. She was so excited. Oh my god, yeah, we were both. I was very drunk in the bathroom, and I'm assuming I think she was. I too. hope she was because <laughs> yeah, I was like Ugh. I remember I had a pillow because they had like. <laughs> giant pillows from toyota and i was like wow. walking in i was like who would ever take a giant stiff toyota pillow and on the way out i was like grab all the pillows <laughs> <laughs> and then i left them somewhere because what was i gonna do with them oh. that's cool you went to the glad awards yeah. yeah but it was kind of a bizarre experience like we had to like sit in the back on a folding chair it was a whole thing oh i don't like that i was supposed to sit in the back on the folding chair when i went too yeah i why? went 
Because they, I was for me, it was I was a plus one, so it wasn't like my name was on it. They were like plus one of uh, Gabrielle Ruiz. Yeah, she brought me. I wasn't going as like the cast. So when I got there, her and I walk up to the table and they seat her and they go, "Oh, Emma, no!" And then they're like, "You're in the folding chairs in the back." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And I didn't want to cause a scene. So I, every, is everyone like, "Is this because I'm gay?" Because <laughs> everyone, it's works. not like yeah. it's like nice velvet chairs and then folding chairs. It's like people are seated eating at tables. Yeah, and then and there's no table for you in the back. That'd be um, amazing if I thought it was because I was gay. I was like, they're fucking homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> wow, really? Even no. here? Okay. Instagram no. living no. during uh, like Madonna's <laughs> yeah. performance. This, this shit. Like, yeah. You need to get more lines on the show. I'm like, yeah, maybe if everyone wasn't homophobic. Yeah. The showrunner, though, she said that there, I didn't end up sitting at the ones in the back because she was, she saw that. I was like walking to the back and she was like, no, Emma, you're not going back there. And then she's she's like, I'm going to get you a seat. And they were like, you can't do that. And then she did. She she somehow stuck me at the kids, Disney kids table. <laughs> Listen, she's the showrunner. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. So you were with kids? Disney kids. I love that. That's the dream table. <laughs> they, they, it, I was with kids. It was right next to them. And these kids, though, I don't watch Disney kids. Do okay. I've watched. No, Disney. I don't watch Disney kids either. I mean, Disney kids is different than just disney actually maybe it is called just disney and i was putting the kids on it because i was sitting with kids (laughs) yeah 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 but they were like they were kids this is age-wise they were kids but they were dressed as though they were i mean miraculous superstar Mm -hmm. i mean which i'm sure they were because but it was like it was like adult kid adult 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 and that would be each kid was had like three adults and it wasn't their parents it was like a publicist and Uh. a da 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 they had more people than any other people. Sure. And we didn't, I didn't talk to them. That was like, <laughs> you didn't I tried. talk to them. <laughs> I tried. I smiled. I sure. reached for the bread. Only one having it. Put it back. <laughs> like I was like, I didn't want to ask what are they in? Cause they were all clearly, they looked famous or like okay. the kind of people where if you didn't know who they were, it would have been, but They'd I have upset. recognized some since then. Ah, mm. I hate famous kids. Yeah. What? It's the, the air about them was uncomfortable. I ended up talking to the one adult. Who I found out was like one of the heads at Disney afterwards. It is what it is. Wow. Let us not forget Ariana Grande was once a Disney kid. That's what I'm saying. Demi Lovato. Miley Cyrus. I think those are. um, Oh, no, I'm lying. Ariana Grande was a Nickelodeon kid. Oh, you're right. She was. Yes. The other ones were Disney kids. Yeah. Because I remember thinking it's weird that Ariana Grande got her start acting on a Nickelodeon show. And she started on Broadway. In what? I didn't know that. This show called like 13. I auditioned for that role. <laughs> if only. I didn't even get a if, call back. Uh, that's rude. That's not right. They said you weren't age appropriate. It was the same part that she got. They said they went with a different type. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, then that's just offensive. <laughs> is it because I'm gay? Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly that's what why. you got to say. I said, is it because I'm fat or is it because I'm gay? And they said it's because you're a 30-year-old man. <laughs> It was fucking disrespectful. Well, fine then. That's that's disrespectful. How's home? Chris, you're building a porch. No, you're building a... No, you're fixing the porch. No. No, nothing. <laughs> All we that have a, We had a big deck on the back of our house. And then yeah. I heard my dad saying he wanted to replace the deck. And the next thing I heard was a chainsaw. And so then last night, 
we had to load up a trailer and two pickup trucks full of the old wood to take to the dump. Mm. So this morning I had to go to the dump to throw the wood into the dump pile. But now are you going to build a deck? Yeah, but I don't know how to do that. Does he? I guess so. I don't know. What a project. We have to do everything in secret in case the town finds out because then you need a building permit. I'm dead. So everything he's like, don't let anyone see you taking out the the one. Oh my god! I'm like, no, my parents have lived here for like 40 years in this house. Like, I've never seen someone from the town walking around. But yeah, listen, I respect it. How big of a deck? It's not that big. It's like, I mean, it's like bigger than a deck in New York City. I don't think I've ever seen a deck in New York City. Like table and chairs? Are we talking? Like, like you could fit uh, multiple tables and chairs. Okay. Oh, wow. So that's yeah, a big yeah. deck. Yeah. A real deck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. New York City is like, an, they have like overhangs. Like you could squeeze a good, I'll say like, if you went to an outdoor restaurant in New York where it's like two top tables, you could fit like a good 10 of those. Woo! Yeah, you got, building that's going to be like a huge endeavor. Yeah, but I have two straight brothers, so they like mostly do that. They're going to get their wings. <laughs> Winnie loves to come on camera and show her butt. Look at his little butt! Yeah, Winnie loves little it. Butt. She... F- she knows the camera's on and she's like, let me, let me say a little something, something. <laughs> oh, whoa. Look at her tail moving. It's very bizarre. It is very bizarre. We don't, we don't necessarily understand the high movements of it. Wait, is that, which one's her butt? I'm confused. I think the That's top her... is the butt, the bottom is the vagina. Oh, what? I didn't even. Hey, oh. don't say that. Oh, don't say oh. that. <laughs> oh, it is. I didn't. Is oh, I didn't realize. It? We don't know that. It's the anatomy of the cat, okay? Okay, that's I've only cat. had male cats. I had never seen two um holes. Okay. <laughs> <cat>. And <laughs> me either. I didn't know that female dogs get their period because I went over yeah. like before what? this quarantine. Yeah. If you don't get them spayed. Oh, okay. But it, I went over to my girlfriend's friend has a female dog and we went over to let it out and it had a like a giant diaper on it. And I w- saw it and I was like, what is going on with the dog? No judgments towards incontinence or anything. I just knew it was like younger and it had blood all over it. And she was like, oh, she's on her period. Why are you not getting the dog spayed? I don't understand. Are they breeding it? I don't know. I was like, I don't like that. That's a lot like to remember to change. I can barely track my own period. I'm not going to be able to track a pet too. Well, likewise. You'll know when there's blood all over the house. Yeah, then I'll know. How did we get here? How how did we get (laughs) here? We went from talking about building decks to dog periods. Uh, uh, To dog period. And my my dogs were notorious for whenever there were guests over, taking, finding tampons and just like bringing them (gasps) around. And you'd be like, what's that? Oh, God, help us all. Only when guests were around, so like it's our time, it's our party trick. It really felt like, yeah, when guests were there, <laughs> somebody trained them. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, to get out of a conversation. Oh, sorry, that's my tampon. Oh my god, that is <laughs> something go. I would love to have a dog <laughs> yeah. that I could snap my fingers and it just brings out a tampon to end the party. <laughs> Chris's trick. Okay, Emma, let's jump into your childhood. Yeah, yeah. So you are the youngest. Actually, I am technically a middle child. Wow. Wow. Yes. So I told my girlfriend that last night. I was I said I was doing this and I was like, and I'm a middle child. And she was like, she actually rolled her eyes. She was like, I mean, kind of. But let me tell you something. Is she a middle? She is. She's a real middle See, child. See, okay. I trust okay. her reaction then. <laughs> right. She's a for real middle child, like younger brother, older sister. Yeah. Boom, boom. So I'm a middle child. I have an older brother and a younger sister, but me and my sister have a different mom and then me and my my brother's a little older my brother went away to school 
And then he came back and he lived with his mom. My sister lives with our mom and I lived with our dad. So I kind of was also an only child too. Cause I, I'd say the majority of my childhood was just me and my dad. Mm. So that's like kind of a complicated, but, but so I don't really have very many memories of being the middle child. Yeah. Well, thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I technically am the middle child. I feel it more now actually, because like when we go on family vacation and stuff, I'll feel, I feel more, but that also just might be, me be feeling like I'm different so, and then thinking it's because I'm the, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to put your finger on why am I feeling what you know what I'm yeah. saying yes. and yeah because you're gay you're a performer right oh yeah it's in, so the gay thing they could give two fucks they're so that's a, my dad is cool with the performer thing too he, into it even great sense of humor my All mom right. despised I mean hates comedy now it's like tolerated <sighs> but it's the gay, she couldn't be. She's like, yeah, yeah, my best friend, one of my best friends is trans. Like, that was one of the first <laughs> things she said. It was like, like old news. She was like, yeah, well, you know, and then her best friend, I'm not going to say, she just did it as trans and, you know, that's how it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then that was the end of it. Wait, does she hate comedy in general or she hates that you do comedy? Like, does she it. like, I don't, I hate Melissa McCarthy movies. Oh, mm. she would have no idea. I mean, she would have the level, she doesn't know who Chelsea Handler was. So Louis C.K., she was like, she, I asked her, I, one time I was, got to go out do a shows with him, and I was really excited. This is like pre-Me Too. Yeah. And I told her that, and she, I said, I was like, do you know who that is? And she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. We met him. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> she was like, yeah. And she's like, yes, I know him. We <laughs> met him. I know that's who we met. And I was like, no, but we didn't. I had never met him before. <laughs> And so there's impossible. I would remember. And she was like, I remember we met him. And then I was like, oh, no, you're thinking of Michael Che. Uh, so she met Michael Che one time <laughs> and just was getting it. We were walking into stand up New York and we were walking by to go get dinner. So I just stuck our heads in. She saw Michael Che. Mm -hmm. I this is and I said, oh, he had just gotten on SNL. I said, oh, introduce them. And I said, he, so he's a comedian. And then there too, and there was a pause, and my mom said, "Oh, how's that working out for you?" Because she fucking hates comedy. Yeah. So she goes, "How's that working out?" And he went, "Pretty good." <laughs> he played ball. He was like, "Pretty good, pretty good." And she was like, "That's good, you know, because you know, <sighs> it's tough, tough business." And he was like, "Yeah, you know, it's working out though." And she was like, "I'm okay." <laughs> and then, what a perfect time for your mom to meet a comedian, somebody that had just gotten on SNL. You're right, because there's so many cases where that could have been... Yeah, I feel like cause it, uh, yeah. 99 out of 100 times, they'd be like, well, actually, I'm also going to the restaurant that you're headed to, to work. Right, totally. <laughs> yeah. Do you need an Uber right now, ma'am? Yeah. She does not like it at all. I don't know what... Ex and I mean, I don't think I, there's any comedians she likes, mm. per se. Mm. She's not a laugher, maybe. Not a laugher, Jesse. There no. you go. Yeah, if you were Which, like a dramatic actress, would it be different? Because I feel like you're pretty successful. Maybe. I don't know. I think she just thinks entertainment's really hard and the best case scenario for it isn't good. That's like kind of what her... Mm. No, she's not wrong. I was just going <laughs> to say... Not well, she's not wrong. Got a point there. I've never disagreed with her about it in my life. It's yeah. just not something I always love to hear. Now sure. she might be more no even now because she was she's i read a couple things about the stock market like i was just reading about it i don't know what prompt 
prompted my brain to latch onto that. And I told her that because I was like, oh, I read something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she goes, maybe that'd be a new career for you after this is all done. A stock Like broker. I could be a, sp- a stockbroker. Bless Which her heart. They're doing g- great right now. Great work right now. Bless her I mean, I don't know any math. I've never, every time I've worked in an office, I get fired after six months. Mm. Yeah. I have rampant ADD and I, I don't know math. But what, so, were you, what were you going to grad school for again? Media studies. No math. No, no math. No Chris, math. No math. No, no math. math. Okay. I, when people tell me that they majored in math in college, <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even realize you could take math in college, to be honest with you. <laughs> My dad's a math professor wow. at college. That's so bizarre for you. So bizarre. That's I'm like, what do you really talk bizarre. about? <laughs> did he help? Did he help you? In like high school, I mean, at least you had that. So he did all my homework in high school, all of it. <laughs> Not a day went by that he didn't do it. But there was a problem with that. He didn't try to then, teach you it. Yes, but he's so good. And then I'm not gonna, not gonna throw myself under the bus. I was pretty good at pretending I knew what he was saying. Mm. <laughs> yeah. The actress, she was the acting. There from- it is. That's where it began. Yes, that's like a formative high school memory. Is re- remember like figuring out different ways to cheat mm. and then also like get by with things and and because i was in special ed and i didn't want anyone to know yeah. so i was kind of in the closet about that but the cheating in math class with my dad it was like our time together like oh. he would be like and he would try to tutor me in the summer to catch me up Oof. which mm. i gave no i could yeah. care less about because we weren't doing it for homework so sure. that i was didn't really put on the show when I had homework and it was the same show every time he would go, okay, what is it? And then he'd go, Oh, Oh, equations or whatever. And then he'd be like, okay, so you do this, you do that. And then da da da. And then he would say, do you understand? And I would, first I would, I pretend I didn't, I go, no, I don't get it. I'd be like, you, did you put that over there or there? That he go, no, I put it over here. And I would go, I still don't get it. And then he'd explain and I go, got it. Oh, (laughs) now I get it. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Never understood a freaking thing. Yeah, I was in in slow math and science. So I also. (laughs) That's not what they called it, right? No, they call it. Well, let me tell you what they called it. So it was called IRP, Integrated Regents Program. But you can guess what the kids ran with. Okay. With the. RIP? IRP, Integrated. I don't want to say it because people don't like that word. Oh, oh, I got it, Jesse. Did you get it? I just got it. I'm just. You're not supposed to say, say it. it. Bad word. I never got said it. it. Got it. Got it. Did got you get it. it? Yeah, I just got it. Yeah, I would have called it R.I.P. See, that's creative and not as cruel. It's and not it as. Mean, cru- I mean, you. I'm sure both would have heard on the school bus, but honestly, <laughs> yeah, <it> was- right. <laughs> <laughs> would have left that old scar, Rooney. It was fine. The where the back where it would backfire with my dad doing my homework is, I would get A's on the homework. Sometimes I would try to screw up an answer before I'd bring it in, smart. so it wasn't too suspicious. You're smart. Thank you. But I would fail the test. Sure. <laughs> Catastrophically. And it be- because of the homework, it was like that. the teacher started saying, asking if I was doing my homework. Yeah. Or oh, gosh. what was going on. And my dad ended up being convinced that I had social anxiety during test taking. I was going to say, that's exactly what I would have said. I would have been like, I just get so nervous. That's a good move, though. I wouldn't have even come up with that because I was like, the jig is up. Obviously, I'm not doing <laughs> yeah. 
the math homework and then coming in and getting literally like a 10 to a 20 on the test. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And that's based on me watching someone else and seeing if I can copy them. Yeah. The, the 20, 10 to 20 is based off of that. Yeah, I reach. feel like even if you guessed on every question... <laughs> It could have turned out better. <laughs> That's the problem with math, though. True. It's like you have no shot in hell because yeah. you have to show your work. They judge based on that. And you have to do the thing. So it's you can't bullshit it. It's like, well, here we go. Right. You can't just be like eight. And they're like, how'd you get the eight? And you're like, well, fuck off. Okay? Exactly. Like yeah. you see someone else circle the right answer and then you don't have the right work. They're like, so, yeah, how did you get that? And you're like, well, I, you know, multiplied and then took a guess. Like they're like, <laughs> no, you cheated. <laughs> I just knew. <laughs> I just knew. And I think I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I was always scared of cheating, but I did once I had to take a test because I was like sick and so did this other girl. And we walked out and she was like, do you want the answers? I have the answers to the test. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. Oh my God. And I was like, yeah, but I purposely got so many wrong that um I still got like a 78 because I purposely changed too mm. many of them. And I was like, wow, Damn I could have just taken it and probably would have done better. Ugh. Once two girls wrote the exact same essay, they sat in front of me like they were best friends and they wrote the exact same essay and turned it in. And then the teacher came and was like, um, you guys wrote the exact same essay and they pretended to be so surprised. And they were like, we're just best friends. We think the same. Did they know they were each doing that? They must have. Yeah, it was like, it, like they literally just printed two copies of the same thing. Oh, they turned in the same. They thing. turned in the exact right. same thing. Like she was like, you have the same spelling errors. And they're like, we're best friends <laughs> yeah i said we're connected at the hip and the brain so yeah that makes that adds up what's the ish take it to the grave sometimes you take that lie to the grave they let me start taking the test in like a different room because of the anxiety because of the anxiety yeah mm -hmm. which didn't really do anything because i was just in a different room not knowing how to yeah, do and it then you so. couldn't <laughs> cheat either Exactly. And because th that's, I actually forgot about that with math until you mentioned it. You have to show your whole process. Yeah, that's the problem yeah, with that's it. The, that's how they get you. That's the Give kicker. me multiple choice. Give me multiple choice for the love of God. But not with math. They get you with math. I wonder, I should go back and tell my dad, to say, just so you know, I wasn't having anxiety. I just didn't know how to do it. And he's like, I know. I bet he did know. <laughs> I bet he did know, actually, sure now that did. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, he was just trying to hook it up because he was like, Obviously, she has anxiety problems. And I was like, why obviously? And he's like, yeah. look at her. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> She's terrified. She's getting a 10 on the test. The least I can do is her homework. Okay. Yeah. Also, as a professor himself, he probably like, you know, can tell that stuff. Wow. I didn't even think of the fact that he was just trying to hook me up until right now. He loved you. <sighs> yeah. That's what love is. Wow. I did belong in that special class. I mean, I'm 34. <laughs> this is many a year later that I'm now realizing I'm not actually, I'm not going to call him up and tell him that I was faking it now. Cause how dumb is he going to, if I call him up at 34 and they're like, just so you know, yeah. wasn't having anxiety in high school. And he's like, like, how long have you been thinking about this? Yeah. He's like, yeah, Emma, I, we know that. <laughs> Loud and clear. Loud like, and clear. Oh, right. You're a performer now. We figure you didn't have anxiety. <laughs> He loves comedy, though. My dad loves comedy. So, you, well, that's, well, that's so you got one parent loves that loves it, it, one that doesn't yeah. acknowledge it. And you know what? That's the perfect balance. Yeah, yes, it keeps I you think. balanced, really. You know, it keeps yeah. you uh, not too big of a head. Just the right size. Perfect. And But I'm from the high school, so small, 400 people. We didn't have the type of thing where it's like, oh, the jocks are here, the nerds are here, the, the rich kids are here, the goth kids. 
there really wasn't that because it's so small. It, it was just different. Like you could bring a gun to school <laughs> as long as you locked it up I in your can't. truck. That I can't. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Probably not now, but I like I remember over the loudspeaker, this kid, Tyler Cousins, got in trouble. And it was because he brought his gun in, but he didn't lock it up. So it was like, you know, go lock up your gun or bring it home. Crazy Tyler forgot to lock the gun. <laughs> lock the gun. I can't. It was because it was deer hunting season, so you needed to bring your gun. So then right when you leave, you could go get no, the deer. Yeah. No, I can't get behind <laughs> that. I just can't. Have you been to really rural Maine before, Jesse? No, like, what's I most, have. What's you have? Where'd um, you go? What was the name of it? My friend used Quaint. to work at some like <laughs> adult resort called Quisasana and it was in like um uh I know where you're talking about Algonquit yeah it was oh. like a town near yeah. there called like it, there was nobody there it was lovely I mean I'm from like upstate New York and we used to spend the summer like in a trailer in the Adirondacks so like I am oh that's I, like, nice that world but I wasn't upstate driving New York is really Maine, like everybody has guns I didn't know that I didn't I don't like that Personally. It's not anymore, and it's only during hunting season. And I'd say the majority of people didn't. Well, a lot of people would have guns, but that was just kind of. My dad's a vegetarian, though, so that wasn't. But like our neighbors were always doing hunting practice. So when we were in the woods, when we were little, like we couldn't go play in the woods in hunting season. Or if we did, we had to wear head to toe orange. Mm. Oh, no. And I think let's jump into embarrassing <laughs> stories. Yeah. And on that note. Yeah. <laughs> it's the embarrassing story. I have a lot of embarrassing stories, but when you ask, the, there is one that first popped to mind. Yes, let's Love hear that. that one. Now, I don't know if it's as embarrassing as it was to me. Like, I don't know if another person was in this. There's other things that could have been more embarrassing. I was like, did I poop my pants in public? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Did, you know, my mom, my phone called my mom when I had a boyfriend and we were like hooking up. Gross. <laughs> no offense, but it was just gross for me as a gay person. To be hooking up with a man or to your mom being able to hear that? Both, Both are gross like, to you. My, sure. my, well, my mom, uh, I was actually thinking of that I was hooking, that I was, because I used to give blowjobs in high school to my boyfriends because I didn't want to have sex. Yeah, sure. We all do that. <laughs> yeah, some of us still do that. <laughs> <laughs> I never felt any pressure to get, pressure to get the blowjobs. It was all me just being like, ah, I'll give you a blowjob. <laughs> yeah, you're a giver. You always have been. You got to quiet them down with something. <laughs> But this embarrassing one, this to me, it's was so embarrassing. I haven't eaten this particular type of sauce since, except for maybe once. Oh my god! Wow. I'm excited. Okay, I'm gonna set the scene. Great. After my parents got divorced, my mom's like a big health nut, and I would be with my dad, and he was like, we all of a sudden started getting to go to restaurants. My mom would have been like, let's not go there because it was like super diner, like not healthy, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's this one place. It was called Duffy's. And it was like this, it's like what Denny, it's like Denny's, it'd be like Denny's aunt with a drug problem. Oh, I like it. (laughs) Like if you strip Denny's of it's like any type of like normalcy, like all the chairs would be like different and not in an ironic hipster way. Not in a fun way. Not in a fun, like they had paper on the tables, like, and sometimes some paper plates, some not paper plates, deep fryer in the back. Wow. 
And it's for, like, if you bring your, like, RV around or, like, a camper or something. Okay. This, like, we love a mental breakdown restaurant type thing. Yes. Okay. Love. Like, everything's just in the freezer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you order it. Freezer to fryer to table. Mm. Delish. Fuck that farm to table. I want the freezer to fryer to table. But I used to go there with my dad all the time, and we, like, loved it. Like, it'd be kind of like, don't don't tell your mom how often we're going to Denny's. Yeah. And I would go with my dad, my brother, sometimes my sister, and I also loved tartar sauce. I fucking was obsessed with tartar sauce. Sure. Loved it. I put it on everything. I put it on mm. mashed potatoes, french fries, vegetables, everything. But I could only get tartar sauce at a restaurant because my parents weren't hip to getting tartar sauce at the house. They didn't know. They didn't know. The best tartar sauce combinations was at Denny's because it's like the fried food. And then I would get, they'd bring out the little packets, tartar sauce. Yeah. So I would like think about that tartar sauce. Like I was like tartar sauce. I just loved it. <laughs> but I would feel weird about asking for the amount of tartar sauce I wanted because say I get one plate of food and I, they give me two tartar sauce packets. Okay. I can ask, could I have some more tartar sauce? Cause I had more tartar sauce. Now we're up to six to eight. Fine. But I wanted like 30 tartar sauce. Yeah. <laughs> and the waitresses there weren't like beacons of health. So even having her, have to walk back and forth between the table she wasn't and the tartar happy. sauce not happy <laughs> i'm getting an attitude <laughs> things are creaking she already hit her steps okay i get it right and it's pro- it's probably not like affecting her i'm sure my dad gave her a good tip but i'm sure i don't think he was factoring in the tartar sauce annoyance <laughs> factor yeah and i was like a, i'm a sensitive kid i'm picking up on like oh she's annoyed yeah so i for a while was like limiting the tartar sauce and i was kind of like you know, but I was, you know, bummed about that. Yeah, why am I dimming my light? Right. <laughs> so I started asking my brother, who was always, my older brother, who was always kind of like picking on me. I was like, Wiley, mm. will you order tartar sauce? Hook me up. Love that. He says, fine. So for a while we're going, he's giving me his tartar sauce, like under the table. too. <laughs> and then the waitress that we always had, the one that goes kind of annoyed at me. Yeah. She, she she made a comment. So I get the tartar sauce and then I go to ask him and he goes, I'm not asking. I'm not doing this with you anymore. Like this is this is done. Oh, wow. I think she made a comment to him. He, she was like, he was like, I'm out. Like, th- like <laughs> I, I'm not going to absor- absorb her being annoyed for your fucking tartar sauce habit that I don't really care about. <laughs> and so I'm getting stressed. This had such an impact on me. And then the waiter comes over and she's like, she's like, can I get you anything else? And I was like, actually, could I have another tartar sauce packet? And she gives me a weird look. And so I'm like, oh, no, I can't do this. So then the next time I'm like, well, you have to do it. And I I barter with him and he goes, I'll do it one more time. I'll ask for a ton of tartar sauces. I don't care what this woman thinks of me. And then I'm done. And then you keep them at home and then you bring them in with you. And I'm not asking anymore. Fine. <laughs> Go to the restaurant. He says, can I have a couple handfuls of tartar sauce? And she went, she made some snappy comment. And then he goes, it's not for me. My sister's a freak. She's obsessed with tartar sauce. She's been bartering this tartar sauce game for like, like months now. She was going to hoard this and bring it in. She didn't want to ask you because she thought you were annoyed with something, something, something. She puts tartar sauce in everything. I bet she'll put it on her dessert. She's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) And... I was like, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed. I don't think I went back into Denny's. You couldn't get me to go. And I don't think, and I didn't eat tartar sauce. And I had like nightmares about that. Did she say anything? Great question. 
Um, I don't recall. I think she didn't care. Yeah, she definitely did not care. I feel like your brother truly snapped. In the in the restaurant built for mental breakdowns, he truly snapped and threw you under the bus hard. My sister's a freak. Yeah, that that's what he said. That would be that that's gonna ring in your ear. It rang in my ear. <laughs> oh my god. Now keep in mind, I did things as a kid that were could have been classified as strange. <laughs> yeah. More than the tartar sauce, sure. but I didn't care about if someone thought I was weird about that. Like I was always dressing up like a little boy. I had this game where I would make out with trees with my friend Josh <laughs> and pretend the tree was a princess. My brother knew about that. Uh. I always had I had lemonade stands, which was so insane because we lived in such a rural area. No cars are going by. <laughs> so we we trucked the little lemonade stand down my dad's driveway, which is really long yeah. to the end of the road. There's no cars. Say I'm in all honesty, maybe eight to 15 cars a day. Maybe go by. So you're just sitting there and you can see it coming from forever away because there's no other car. So you're sitting there and you're like, car. And then uh, we could have been, this is so not safe in retrospect because there's no one around. Someone could have nabbed us. I was going to say, this was like the beginning of a horror movie where like a kid is kidnapped. Yikes. So easily could have been. Probably my parents knew that I would have gotten returned because <laughs> I would have been in the back like, so you can buy the lemonade or not? Like, what the hell? You guys have tartar sauce? Soft tartar sauce. <laughs> tartar sauce, yeah. Oh, that's good. Jesse, do you want to do your embarrassing story or should I? <laughs> yeah, I can do mine. So you also know my brother. So this was circa, who knows? I never know, actually. I, I'm pretty sure I'm 10. He's 11. We went skiing. My dad would take us mm. skiing once a year and... You know, you pretty much just learn about skiing is like you do the pizza or whatever you want to call it, where you just try to slow down. I think skiing is just trying to slow down. I don't know much, but that's what I think I know. And I was sort of freaked out by the lifts because here's the thing about the lifts. Now, you know, I maybe anxiety could have been they would have known I had it at a young age because I was always like, but the bar, I could slip through the bar or like, what if I lose my shoe on the way up? Or like, what if we all don't fit? Or what if the bar doesn't come down? What about when people don't get off? I was like, and then there is and sometimes there isn't a bar. And I just was like, I'm really scared of the lift. Like I was really freaked out by the lift. It, it freaked me out. You have to sit on it before you go. Like you're above your high. I mean, 20 feet in the air. You, on a ski lift. <laughs> on a ski lift, you know? So I was really scared about the lift. But, you know, we had to get on the lift to go up the mountain. So we were getting ready to go on the lift. And my dad was like, we just have to go. You know, you have to go quickly because you don't want to cause the, the them to stop the lift because, like, someone couldn't get on. That's, like, not what you want to have happen. And my dad never not liked cool. to be caused trouble. So it was like, we're going to get on the lift. We're going to all move at the same time, even though it's hard to move with skis on. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it is. So, yes, it is. you know, we're rounding the corner. It's like we're next. I'm, like, ready for the Olympics in the sense of I'm, like, I'm getting on this lift. And I'd like to have enough time to make sure that I can be settled before we take off and I don't die. You know, I want to I don't want to die mm-hmm. today. It was always yeah. my motto as a kid. So we're getting ready to go. I'm in full focus mode. I'm not even sure what happens, but I guess my brother like something happened. His shoe came out of the the clicker the clicker yeah. thing. So my dad was like, OK, wait a sec. But I didn't hear that. So I start booking it for this little chair that's moving. OK. And then my dad's like, Jesse, no, don't. So but then now I'm in the line of the chair 
And I'm like, oh, no, how do I knock it on the chair when the chair is like literally coming? So I'm trying to get over, but I'm not very good at steering or moving. And there is a trash can that I'm like, if I can just grab onto the trash can, then like I can stop myself because I don't understand how to stop myself in this moment. And some would say there was so much time, but you would have thought I was at the edge of the cliff with like how I was moving. I was so petrified. And long story short, they must have just <laughs> taken the trash out because when I tried tried to stop by the trash can i just fully went into it like my Your body went into it my body went into it my little legs no no way yeah are you serious wait how i don't understand how you ended up fully in a trash can i think like it wasn't that high it was like maybe the gravity just flipped you in i just like that was in a way i just was like i need to stop I thought you were going to say you you grabbed the trash can and then it went with you up the lift. No, I I don't think I could have been strong enough to do that. I just like fully hurled myself into a trash Head can. First. My feet were off the ground. What did your family do? Laughed. Oh. My brother and my dad were roaring. It is funny. Like full on roaring. Also, like I said, I'm pretty sure I wasn't even at the panic point, but my brain I was at the panic point. So always some people, I don't think they even stopped it. I mean, they stopped it once I like fell into the trash can. But before that, they were like, we have like 20 seconds. I don't know why this girl is like, it's now or never. Like I was just trying to get out of the way. I was so afraid I was going to get like stuck going up. (laughs) I just relate. I just relate to this. I relate. Like, sorry for the weight. A girl fell in the trash can. With your picture on it. Yeah, a girl <laughs> fully freaked out that she was going to be either going up the lift by herself or pushed off the edge of that lift thing, which is only like five feet. But regardless, I was afraid of that. I didn't want any <laughs> did of it to happen to me. Did you guys stop for the day? Like, was that it or did they keep going? No, we kept the going. Skiing? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So you just dusted yourself off from the trash? Yeah, I was pretty and embarrassed. The and then they were laughing. So I was like, ha, ha, ha. Why do we have to do the lift? <laughs> can't we just can't we just walk up the hill? What's the big deal? Yeah. And then honestly, they did stop it, and we got to get settled before we went up. And I found That's that nice. way more enjoyable. I go. thought, now this yeah. is how maybe it should be. Not yeah. what you wanted. Lovely. It just took yeah. falling into a trash can. That's all it took. Um, that story inspires a different story than I was going to tell. Oh, I love that. Mm. So last year, I went on a cruise. So like, we never really went on family vacations, oh, wow. but both my parents retired. And they were like, we're going to go on a, on a cruise. Ah, we'll p- did you post pictures of yes, that? I think I did. I, I brought away. Hell with yeah. Um, and they were like, <clears throat> we'll like pay for you guys to come. Like to me and my brothers, my sister. Yes. Like, hell yeah. My little brother is like um, very steadfast in everything he says and is like truly the most honest person I've ever met. And so they were like, we're going on a cruise. He was like, no, I don't want to. And they were like... <laughs> Well, we're like paying for you to go. He's like, I don't want to go. And they were like, what if we get you a room so you don't have to share with Chris? He's like, no, I still don't want to go. Um, Okay. (laughs) So my parents were like, if you want to take a friend because we already paid and the the price is the same. And it was going out of New Jersey. So like I literally took an Uber to the Royal Caribbean place in New Jersey and then just got on this Mm. giant cruise ship. Wow. Lovely. And my friend that I grew up with who had recently moved to the city because she got divorced. Oh. I was like, she could use this trip. So I'm going to take her. (laughs) It'll be a great time. So we go. One of the stops is in... Oh, so uh, you're allowed to take a friend, not your brother. Because my brother refused to go, they told me. Like, 
They're like, that's we already nice. paid, so. Oh, that's very nice. Um, I appreciate that. Why didn't he want to go? He was just like, I just don't want to like, go. I don't want to be on a boat in the middle of the water for a week. He's very, like, stuck in his, like, routine. Wow. And we shared a room growing up, so I think the idea of... Triggering. Yeah, having Triggering. to share a room with me again would, like... And meanwhile, I'm like, come on, it'll be fun. Um, <laughs> so my friend comes. It's a great time. It stops at one of these islands in the Bahamas, and all my, like, aunts and uncles and stuff are on this cruise as well. But we really don't do anything at the excursions. Like, my uncles are like, we don't get off the boat, ever. <laughs> so we stop, and my friend and I were like, we need to get off here. So we go to Atlantis, which is, like, this Ooh. insane resort in the Bahamas. We pay, I think, like, $180 each to go into this for the day, but it has, like, a wow. crazy water park, or what was advertised as a crazy water park. And they had a... what. I thought was a lazy river, but it was actually called a raging river. Uh oh. So it's like a lazy river, but it but has raging. Like, <laughs> but raging. <laughs> I'm like on this and I'm already feeling a little like nervous. Okay. I Chris Burns and an amusement park, there's been a lot of things that have gone down. Once the thing wouldn't buckle on a roller coaster. <gasps> and it was like a two hour wait for this roller coaster. So I'm on it and I'm like, I'm just gonna hold this down and pretend like it's buckled. Literally, I'm like gravity will keep me <laughs> um but then they announced they're like it's not down and then the attendant had to come down and i had to like get off and walk back through the two-hour line no so i'm already feeling you didn't get to do it no it wouldn't it wouldn't close oh but so the raging river this is a different story believe it or not that is not fair i don't like that i don't like that they need to that needs to be more inclusive that's not fair because you're not anything that is not very normal that's i was like that'll be i'll be fine and it sure was not. Wow. So then I had to like stand there and hold the coats. Uh, Do not. <laughs> and it was pouring rain. That is awful. Uh. Regardless. So now I'm like on this raging river and there's one part that like goes down a hill, but you know, it's like a raging river and they have built in these like rocks so that you like do this or whatever. And they keep yelling the whole time you're on it, like stay in the tube. So I'm seeing this thing and I'm like, ooh. I'm a little top heavy. And so we hit it immediately. I flip off the tube and I'm like, I'll just ride this down like a water slide. I don't give a shit. So I am riding it down like a water slide. And then the woman next to me who has her child on her lap starts screaming because she thinks I'm like drowning <laughs> and starts like reaching out. She's like, take my hand. And I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> like I'm literally just taking it down. And then all of a sudden, one of the attendants comes sprinting running down this raging river and is yelling at me to get up and again we're like going down a rock water slide and he's like get up get up get up and i'm like <laughs> what is happening so i have to like stand up and now i'm just walking down the raging river and i'm like okay so it's not slippery at all the water is like less than a foot deep and i'm just walking down <laughs> while people are on their tubes and so i get to the end and the woman who was screaming for help, starts a round of applause for the man <laughs> and starts telling everyone around us how he saved a life today. And then I'm sitting there while everyone's applauding this man. And I'm like, well, I can't just be like, I would have been fine. So I had to like buy into the idea that this man had saved my fat ass <laughs> going down. And I was just like... <sighs> 
Thank you. Way to go, Pete. Thank you for saving my life today. And my friend who was at the bottom is like dying laughing about the whole thing. Oh my God. Yeah, it was a goddamn nightmare. And this guy <laughs> thinks he saved the life. I'm like, if I was able to stand up and walk down it, I don't think it was that dangerous that I was riding down it. Well, sticks. <laughs> well, yeah. Did, yeah. When did you figure out the river was raging? Where like you were in it and you're like, oh, this is nice and light, lazy. And then all of a sudden, and you're like, it's pissed. It like hit a couple of spots, but and then I saw the sign that said Raging River, and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, well, this is fun. Because it was just like, you know, those waterfalls. Like it was completely fine. Right. Did I have bruises all over? Yeah. But that's just because it like hits rock. And also I think they probably don't have the same checks as they do in the US. So there was things that I'm mm. like, that seems like a nail sticking out of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they were concerned for you. Mm. They knew it was really going but the on. Woman yeah. with her child, and she's yelling, "Grab my hands!" I'm like, "Okay, yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You're gonna throw your baby to help the 270 pound man that's losing down beside you? <laughs> Get a life!" And then I had to see all these people for the rest of the cruise because these people <laughs> all had been on the cruise. Oh God! Were they concerned about you? Were they like, "How are you doing?" No, but I could see the the woman was like with her husband, and she was like waving at me from the dinner table. <laughs> uh, I'm like, okay, calm down. <laughs> I hate. Her. And you know, it's because she like told the whole story to her family. Yeah. that's the guy. <laughs> yep, that's the guy reaching, grasping in his last <laughs> breath, reaching for my hand. Yeah. Literally, that was how it felt. I'm like, that little kid is gonna grow up like hearing the story of his hero mother that's right on the raging river in atlantis if he only knew i wish it had stayed the forgotten city okay <laughs> oh uh, oh life that's yeah that's traumatic have you ever been on a cruise jesse no and i want to really yeah my dad loves it let me tell you it is a great time neither of you really drink a lot at all right I don't drink that much. No, but I could see that I would definitely, because it's all inclusive with the booze. Yeah, and it's all the booze. Like, yeah, it's that's like nice. Anything. Like you can get gray goose, like expensive stuff. And it's uh, really. Inclusive. Well, I mean, then I see the problem with that is I'd be like, well, I have to drink my money's worth. So then I'd be drinking just to be like, it's free. And there's no time. You have to really commit to day drinking, to what the cruise is. Like, I'm like, mm. I need to commit mm. to like, Time does not exist. Right. right. The days seem like years. It's it's a good time. They give a lot of activities too, which you don't have to do. I the one time I did one, it was it was a cruise actually to Maine from New York. It went around <laughs> some places and went to like Provincetown. And I was doing a show yeah. on it. Oh. And that's why I ended up doing it. And the reason I did like it was because my phone didn't work. The internet there first of all, was insanely expensive, which I didn't realize. Oh. Like I spent so much money on the internet that wasn't good. But my, it was nice because I was literally out to sea. But I was so scared that I was like, if the show goes bad, I'm on a Tuesday. I don't leave the cruise till next Monday. I'm walking around. Everyone saw a bad show. That's the girl. Right, exactly. Hi. I saved her. She was bombing, so I heckled her a little. Right, right, right. I saved a life. No one was at the show because they did my show the same time as the Leather Daddy show. Mm. Well, everyone's going to Leather Daddy. Let's be clear. On a gay guy's (laughs) cruise, it was like Leather Daddy, Bonanza, or Emma Wellman. So (laughs) it was like the one, there was like two guys that couldn't make the Leather Daddy thing and me. (laughs) And so no one saw the show. So it didn't matter how I did because no one one was there. It's also interesting to see the shows that do really well on cruises. The one I went, there was this Mm. guy who was like a singing comedian that did these crazy offensive characters and he was he performed i think like four out of the seven nights and 
every wow. time you would have thought it was a Netflix special. The people were yeah. just losing it, living. And by day four, I was dying at every joke I had heard the first three days. I completely bought in. I'm the type of person, like, if a cult member was like, you should join this cult, that's pretty much all it takes for me to be like, I'm in. So- <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Say no more. I was bored anyway. Yeah. I've been waiting uh, for I hear you on that. He would do the same jokes each night. Yeah, he I did always the wonder same about routine. that. Each oh, night, but he really? would like, pull on wigs at random. But he also like just had a like zip giant like um garbage bag full of his wigs, and he would just like yeah. reach in and plop it on his head. I've seen improv like they. I saw this <laughs> improv group that's like, oh, they do all these cruises, and like I- I've never seen more targeted Middle America content. And like mm. you were saying, it was racist. It was like horrible, mm-hmm. and you could tell they were just setting up for certain things. Yeah. But I was like, this is lame. <laughs> this guy was gay, and he every single night he would burp and then be like, mm, tastes like cum. No, <laughs> every single night. And the people would be like, ah! oh my God. <laughs> and he was doing that in front of straight people, a lot of straight people. Yeah, but it was all like middle aged. You know, the gay person that can like really buy into the stereotypes of being gay? Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awful. So it was. That's embarrassing. That. Like, this guy is the like headliner. <laughs> yeah. On yeah. You know who was on the cruise that I, I went to see some of his show and I liked it, but I don't think I appreciated it now from it was um leslie the guy who's like on instagram is so great short little gay guy leslie jordan so his show i think he had a show a couple nights i think he did his show was more than once i want to say it was like four or five times out of the whole week and it was an early show it was at like 4 p.m or 5 p.m and that was always sold out Mm -hmm. and i went one night when i was going to check out the room and i remember seeing and he was like putting on a show he was like i'm pretty there was a lot of movement i i feel like i remember some kind of like dance thing yeah i think he does that a lot yes like a top hat or (laughs) something hell yeah i don't know if i just think he should do that so i picture that but he was really putting on a show and i remember being like i I should come check out his show and then i didn't and then i'm follow him on instagram and i'm like i should have checked it should've out checked it out that's should have checked it i out. watched a documentary on siegfried and roy and it's how they started performing mm. was siegfried snuck a like a puma like a mountain lion in his suitcase onto a cruise ship and then they like found it and he was like i need it for my act and then that's how he started <laughs> using it but i'm like imagine sneaking a mountain lion in your suitcase on a cruise ship no i can't for many reasons one for the poor mountain lion well God. i do one again though in like 20 years when corona's all done i would do yeah. i want to go on a cruise on alaska wouldn't that be nice i want to go yeah. to alaska so bad that's like top of my list me too we could just move there i bet it's not is it expensive to live there like just go yeah. and incubate i've been thinking about now nah, i would want to do that in like a thailand or something where i could go to the beach mm. but i was thinking about just trying to get get away from it all yeah right that's what, i feel like an alaskan cruise that's exactly what i'm looking for i have the the things mm. of a cruise but i can still wear a sweater yeah yes you know? Don't get me yes. started. And you can just yes. be like, look at the moose on the land. That is beautiful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is there a blanket or a shawl I could cover myself with? I'm sorry. I'm shivering. <laughs> get a nice, like, chilly yep. sleep starting at 9 oh. p.m. Yeah, that sounds great. That's I would love dream. to do that. I want to be able to yell, iceberg ahead, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And go buy it with no risk no of No risk of Titanic. Exactly. Oh, yeah. what a dream that would be. Uh, okay, so now it's time for everyone's favorite segment. The Hallmark Movie of the Week. 
Emma, we'd like to create your Hallmark movie, if we may. Please. Let's mash it up, bitch. So Emma is uh, living in Louisiana. Very rural Louisiana. Very, very rural. Outside of Baton Rouge. Guns and Mm. lockers, guns and mailboxes, okay? (laughs) And um, in this particular time in your life, sadly, your girlfriend does get corona and has a wonderful end of life they ask her religion she says you know atheist and they bring all of them when she passes r.i.p they say atheist and they say absolutely not we're gonna bring everyone just in case what she actually believed is in this room just in case so she has an airbnb now that's on emma so chris she decides to fix it up Mm-hmm. And what happens? So she decides to stay in Louisiana and fix it up yeah. because she knew that that's what her girlfriend always wanted was to yeah. fix up the Airbnb. And so one day she is working and she finds a door. She finds a door. That she didn't know was there. Why would she? She's new to the house, you know? She hasn't yeah. really explored. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck is this door? And there's a lock on it. <gasps> And she's like, well, this looks pretty rusty. So she goes outside, finds a log, knocks the lock off. And she opens it and she finds a basement. And in the basement, she finds a pretty tight living situation. Okay, there's a bed, a fridge, there's a small bathroom. And you're like, this is really bizarre. Why didn't my girlfriend Kiki not tell me about this basement situation? And as she's looking around, I come out of another room. (gasps) And I say, excuse me, can I help you with something? (laughs) And you say, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. I'm like, you didn't realize what? That you're in another man's home? <laughs> wow. And you're like, what the hell is going on here? And I was like, what do you mean? I've lived down here by myself <laughs> for 45 years. Wow. And you're like, oh, my God, that's why you're so pale. And I'm like, actually, I have a tanning bed, so I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And you're like, oh, OK, sorry. And then you start panicking. And you're like, I need to figure this out. And I need to go to the mayor of east baton rouge and figure this out Mm. so i'm like okay you go and do what you need to do i'll stay right here and you're like uh i'm a little nervous and i'm like well i haven't left this basement in 45 years but no you should be nervous (laughs) yeah so she goes down to city hall to see the mayor (laughs) who's jesse and then wow what happens okay so i'm like man what seems to be the problem emma's like okay so my girlfriend passed away kiki r.i.p and i'm going through this airbnb and there's like a secret door to this completely different layer and there's a guy that i can only describe as squatting in the home and i don't know what to do i'm trying to fix it up to sell and i'm like all right let's slow down first of all you're charming (laughs) second of all you're gorgeous um and i'm like and i'm straight but i I just want to tell you that Uh. and you're like well why don't you come back and i'll show you so i come back with you to your home this airbnb and you go to open the door and now it's a closet and you're like okay wait this was a a passageway before and there was a room back here and there was a guy and i'm like listen it's fine you don't need to come up with stories we've all we've all dealt with grief myself included and i'm actually looking for (laughs) some part-time work so i'm happy to help you fix up the place if if you'd like that and i was like okay but she goes to bed that night and she's just like i don't understand what happened all of a sudden she hears a knock 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 on the closet door she's like (laughs) <laughs> she's like this motherfucker okay this motherfucker. you open the door chris comes out in a full feather garb okay he has fully transformed into what he calls his mrs peacock all right <laughs> and he comes dancing out and he's like Katy perry's peacock starts playing yeah and you're like is that i want to see your peacock cock 
cock, and you can hear just the muffled. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Who's playing Katy Perry so loud? But it's muffled. It's muffled. And Chris comes out of the closet, full peacock, and he just starts like flapping, flapping around. And he's like, you try to get rid of me. I know this house backwards and forwards. Okay. And there are secret doors and layers and things everywhere. So I'll be one step ahead of you this whole time. And again, this is only a one bedroom house. So you're like, what the hell is going on? This is less than a thousand square feet. Oh, just my luck. So the next day, the hot mayor comes by me. Oh, the mayor's super hot now. <laughs> You're super hot. And she actually always has been. So she comes by <laughs> and she's, you know, got tools and stuff. And she's like, oh, mm. you know, sorry, I'm not great with tools, but I'm I'm fun to have around when building. So you're like, OK, first thing I want to do is actually nail this um, closet door shut because I don't think I want it. I don't think we need it. <laughs> and there's a lot of weird energy. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> so as you're, you know, nailing and sealing the door shut, we're talking. We're really getting to know each other. We're laughing. I open up to you and I say how hard dating is and how straight guys just don't seem to be like, oh, my God, going like the way I want the way that I want them to be. And you're like, OK, is, like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and so then like that night we're like let's paint the floor okay so we start painting the floor and we get in like a little paint fight and i'm like whoa and it's like paint's going everywhere but it looks oh my like goodness cool jesse i'm blushing and i know song, rescue me is playing you like rescue <laughs> yeah. me and take you in you yeah so then that night we share a passionate kiss Okay. Wow, this is really moving. Thank you. We share a passionate kiss. And I'm like, okay. And you're like, well, we, you, you can sleep in the bed and I'll sleep in the living room. And I'm like, that's so nice. See, a straight guy would never do that. And you're like, mm. that's the joy mm. of being with a woman. Mm -hmm. I know what to say. Exactly. Even though I know that that's more likely to get it to then make you feel more comfortable mm. with both being in the bed. Ding, ding, ding. Mm. But that morning when you come into the bedroom, the bed is gone. It's risen into the, into the ceiling <laughs> and there's a feather on the ground. Chris, take it from here. Okay, so to be clear, the bed is in the ceiling and you both are sleeping on the couch. She's in the living room. And so the bed, because there's so many secret compartments and different layers and stuff in this house. So the bed has gone into the ceiling the and there's gone. a feather marking that someone who wore a peacock costume maybe was involved. Okay, so Emma comes in and she sees the feather and she screams because <laughs> she knows what it means. And she's like, oh my God. And she turns to run and I'm in the kitchen and now I'm in a beautiful gown. <laughs> I always knew this would be my fate, by the way surprised and yet expecting and i was like you think that you can seduce a, a straight mayor into giving <laughs> into nailing me into that basement you have another thing coming and you're like i am so sorry i did not I, I feel like i'm out of my league here and i was like looks like somebody's starting to get it and then you're like i, I just don't know what to do and i was like didn't you find it suspicious that everyone that ever stayed in this airbnb died and you're like what <laughs> And I'm like, maybe you should have listened to Kiki when she talked more because every single person <laughs> that came into this house passed away. And I was like, Kiki didn't have coronavirus. Kiki had an attitude problem and I took care of it. And you're like, oh my God, I'm starting to freak out. She did have an attitude problem. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's making a lot of sense. So you go, 
to run for the front door. And of course, you can't get out of it. And then I'm like, you think that I have the power to transcend a bed into the ceiling, but I didn't think about locking the door. And you're like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. So I'm like, you are locked in that bedroom. I have some cleaning up to do because I didn't like the way you changed things when you had your little paint fight and you painted everything mauve and I was like I liked what it was and I want my wallpaper back so I'm going to take care of that and you're locked in that bedroom so you're locked in the bedroom and that's when you hear somebody singing rescue me and it's Jessie's muffled voice and you realize that Jessie's still in the bed she's just stuck in a compartment in the ceiling like uh, Robert De Niro in Meet the Parents 2. She's just shrieking, res- literally saying, rescue me, rescue yeah, me. Yeah, but you think it's cute because you had had your first kiss to that song. Mm. And so you start pounding on the door and you're like, I don't know what to do. Help me, help me, help me. And so then I'm like, press the button, just press the button and she'll come down and she'll rescue you. And so you press the button and all of a sudden the bed comes flying down and crushes your body. <gasps> And Jessie's like, oof, sorry. (laughs) And then she shakes herself off. And then Jessie comes to me, okay? She gives me a high five. And she says, looks like we took care of another one. Wow. Wow. And it was all part of our sick, twisted plan. And we both get off on it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Heart. And it's called, the movie is called Nice Girls Finish Last. Wow. Wow. Yeah. God damn. You guys are good. (laughs) I did not see that coming. Uh, Talk about a twist and a twist and a twist. Right. A twist and a twist and a twist. And then the movie ends with Jesse and I both in our peacock costumes dancing to Katy Perry's peacock. Yeah. And drinking fruit punch. And making out. (laughs) Really? Jesse's on yeah, one. Okay, over there today. <laughs> Craving intimacy. Human touch. Um, that's so fun. I love that. Someone call Hallmark. <laughs> Best thing they ever did. I'll tell you that. I know what a movie. And I love secret compartments. She does. Huge fan. Ugh. Really? Yeah. When I design my own house one day, I'm gonna have a lot of secret doors. Huh. Never even thought of that. Oh yeah. You know that my aunt and uncle used to have a house with a secret door. I didn't know that. Really? And you there was like it literally just looked like a thing in the wall, but there was this little like metal piece on the wall, and if you pressed it, it would Ugh, swing open. That's what I love. Did they put it did they build that in there or was it no, there it when was they like got a it? really old house and they had remodeled it, but he kept the door. Mm. So like they turned the mm. secret room into a playroom for the kids. Oh. I don't mm. know what it was before but why would you give it to the kids that's your first mistake yeah keep it it was also the door was like on the landing of the stairs Mm. i love that yeah could be a panic room for all that we know could have been could have been well i loved that and what a gift that was to all of us yes thank you thank you emma thank you so much thank you guys i appreciate it and where can people find you instagram at Emma Wilman, and then my podcast is Emma's Bunker. Okay, we love that. Well, we love you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, Jesse, it's time to do our civic duty and honor those Mm -hmm. who have come before us. Mm. So it is time for... All right, Jesse, I picked this one today because I feel like you really probably like this woman. I was reading an article Mm. about middle child and how they're dying out because a lot of people now either only have two kids and a lot of people in the generation before us had four. So it's like... (gasps) 
the traditional middle child slowly dying out. Also, did you know that more than 50% of U.S. presidents have been middle children? That is so true. How could it not be? Hell yeah. I mean, wild. Fucking love that. the woman I'm talking about is everyone's mom, Mm. Jennifer Garner. Yes. And in the article, she she did a little interview where she said, I'm here for all the middle children. Oh, my God. And you can see that in her performances in Juno as the mom. Yes. The empathy is so there. Love Simon also as the empathetic mom of yes. the troubled child. Mm-hmm. And Alias. Okay. Oh, yeah. Alias. 13 going on 30. You can tell. You know what? The tweens weren't the greatest. No. She, she was like, I wish I could go back in time now. Yeah. Right. And, you know, God bless her. Yeah. That's what I have to say. Married to Ben Affleck, that can't be easy. Oh, thank God she's out of that. Yeah. That sounds like a nightmare. Constantly being compared to Jennifer Lopez. Ugh. And he's like, the Jennifer I was married to before. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, G. Lee wasn't really great. He's like, yeah, well, did you see her perform at the Super Bowl halftime show? Right. Ironically, Jennifer Lopez, also a middle. Ben Affleck has a thing. He likes women to take care of him who are just strong women. Sick. I'm here, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> He's sick and I hate him, but I'm here. Okay. Oh, so salute her, support her. We love her. Bless her. Download Juno. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for our final segment? Yes. Okay. You guys, it's time for... Praise to the praises, yeah. Wow. Oh. Live for it. Every time. Every time. All right. This review mm. was submitted by a woman named Andrea. And she titled it Two Wicks, One Candle. Aw. She says, You are the two wicks to my candle, you beautiful people. This podcast is a true delight. I'm a PA, which is a physician's assistant, at a community health center in Vermont. And this podcast brings me intense joy in scary times. I find myself laughing out loud and smiling like an idiot. I listen in between patients on Monday. If you need a podcast to improve your mood in a moment's notice, this is it. Love, Andrea. Oh! Wow. Well, first of all, Andrea, you're an angel. She's an angel, both literally and figuratively, saving lives. Oh, my God. I mean, are you kidding? Are you joking? Saving lives in Vermont. Maple syrup, have you heard of it? Oh, my God. In Vermont, one of the most rough and tough places there is? Listen, there's got to be a lot of accidents out there, a lot of lumberjacks. There's a lot of uh, woodworking. It's a Hallmark movie's dream, okay? That's the truth. She's living in the epicenter of uh, a Hallmark movie stardom. Absolutely. Sounds like she's a Hallmark movie in the making. She's just helping people left and right. She's laughing. She's smiling. She's bringing so much cheer to the patient. She says, I have to. She says, what about, that's why I'm here. Right. I went to six years of college for this. Yeah. Oh. To bring joy to the patients. Oh, my God. She's the type of nurse who comes in. She's got jingles. She's got posters. She's got little streamers every now and again. She remembers birthdays. Maybe you've heard of them. She remembers all the... all. I, I believe... Generally, PAs are often in charge of the nurses. So she's a leader. Yep. I think. I don't know if that's true, but I know they're like just a step to doctor, I think is what a physician's assistant is. Oh, okay. So she's the type of person that she remembers everyone on the floor's birthday. Yeah. She remembers all the nurses. She remembers the the volunteers. Mm-hmm. She remembers the doctor. And the doctor, he's in a bad mood. He's Ugh. He's squirrely. He's got a bad attitude. Yeah. And she makes him smile. Yeah. And she says, Listen, I know it's your birthday and you don't like people knowing, but 
I snuck a cake <laughs> in the break room. I hid it. It's just for you. I didn't tell anyone it's your birthday because oh, he doesn't like that. How sweet is that? But when she knows it's a nurse Robin's birthday, yeah. Robin loves her birthday. So she brings in the balloons. She has people sing. She's the kind of person that knows how to do a surprise right. Yes. She thinks of others at all times. She's like, where can I give a smile? Give a smile, see a smile, send a smile. You know, she's looking at that baby unit and she's like, you guys are going to come into the world and make it a better place. And today I'm going to make you all proud. She's working those 12 hour shifts with uh, joy in her heart. Yes. And then she goes home and she makes delicious meals. She's yeah. the type of person who meal preps even when she's had a bad day. Oh, hell yeah. And she's bringing in leftovers to work. Why? Because she can. And she said, listen, I don't like lasagna, but I know you like lasagna, Yeah, Tanya. And it's your birthday. So here's a lasagna. Yeah. Lasagna this. Mm. She's an icon. Andrea, we love you. We love you. We live for you. We really do. You're a star and you can do anything. And that goes for all of you, as always. We'll see you all next week. If you want to hear, if you want to hear more, we have a Patreon. So if you're like, oh my God, I wish I had more. There's more. There's more. There is more. There's a new Patreon episode as well as the older one. Yep. The high one's coming. So we've got content hitting Patreon. So join if you want or no, we love you regardless. Yes. So patreon.com slash middle children. In the meantime, rate, review and subscribe. Maybe you will hear yourself in the praise to the praises. Live life like you're the oldest. Okay. Okay. And live life like you're the youngest as well. Wow. Yeah. Be both. But have the humbleness of a middle. That's right. Oh, I love that. Oh, we love you. Bye. Bye. Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rood. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd. 